Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. We are doing a mini-series on the fear of God. This teaching was made some time ago. Apology for the quality of the sound. We hope this teaching will be a blessing to you. Is the fear of God related to the end time? The topic of the fear of God is really, really relevant to our study of the end time. When I read through the scripture, one of the central characteristics of the world is the absence of the fear of God. One of the reasons why the world is the world is because they don't have the fear of God. And the other side is that one of the reasons why the church is the church it's not because of our building, it's not because of our choir, it's not because of our wealth, it's not because of anything else. One of the core defining characteristics of the church throughout the ages, particularly in the end time, is the fact that we are people who fear God. And as this teaching goes on, we are going to establish that when we study the Bible the way we should study it, it should build our fear of God. Obviously, we're going to sit down and understand what that means. But when we study the Bible as it should be studied, when we understand the Bible as it should be understood, we should be men. We Christians should be men and women that fear God. The world is the world because there is no fear of God before them. The church is the church because we are men and women that fear God. But one of the things I realize is that when you even go into the millennial reign of Christ, even when you when you go into Revelation, the book of Revelation, after God has judged the world, after sin and pain and sickness is all gone, after God has wrapped all this up, the Bible still called the believer those people that fear God. Genesis chapter 20 verse 1, And Abraham journeyed from thence and came towards the south country and dwelt between Kadesh and Shur and Sojourn in Jerah. Verse 2, And Abraham said of Sarah his wife, She is my sister. And Abimelech king of Gerah sent and took Sarah. Now, the question is, why did Abraham say, why did he say that Sarah was his wife? Obviously, he knew that they were going to kill him. But what was the characteristic? What was it that Abraham saw in that nation, in that city, in that area that made him come to this conclusion? Now, look at this. Verse 10, And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What sawest thou that thou hast done this to? What did you see? What made you do this? Now, this was Abraham's answer. And I think this is really quite instructive. And Abraham said, Because I thought, surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake. Why do we see the degradation in character, the degradation, the sinful thing that we see around us? What is responsible for the darkness that we see around us? It's because there is no fear of God in people. The absence of the fear of God leads to darkness. Sin leads to death. Why would somebody who call himself a pastor or serve a pastor? Why would somebody who call himself or serve a Christian backbite or take advantage of the church or do despicable things that should not even be mentioned among unbelievers? Is because they don't have a fear of God. 
Obviously, that is also a, there is also a reason why they don't have the fear of God. And we'll come to that, those ingredients. But that was what Abraham said here, that there's no fear of God in this place. So the fear of God is actually a barometer that we can use to measure the presence of God, the maturity of a man or a woman of God or, or a Christian, whether they have the fear of God. As a husband, as a wife, as children, do I have the fear of the Lord? Paul was writing here in Romans chapter 3. He said, as it's, as it's written, there is no righteous, no, not one. Now, this is the state of men and women without Christ. The Spirit of God was giving us the characteristic of the world without Christ. Verse 15 says, their, their feet are sweet to shed blood. But what is at the heart of this? Verse 18, there is no fear of God before their eyes. There is no fear of God before the eyes. That is the overarching characteristic of the world. They don't have the fear of God. Obviously, they don't have the fear of God because they don't know God. Okay, but we'll come to that. But all I want you to see here is to see how relevant what we are teaching, what we are studying now is to our life as a Christian, particularly as Christians that are living in the end time. Let's read one more. Revelation chapter 19. Here we're talking about believers. After the devil has been judged. Now these are believers in heaven. But the Bible still tells us something that is very educative about the characteristics of those people. Let me start reading from verse 1. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For through unrighteousness are his judgment, for he has judged the great horror which has corrupted the earth with the fornication and avenged the blood of his servant at her hand. And again they said, Hallelujah! And had the smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah! You can see all these characteristics. Verse 5. And the voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all you his servant, and you that fear him, both small and great. In other words, the characteristic of the believer, even in heaven, they will be known as God-fearer. In fact, this has been the characteristic of the churches all down the age, that Christians have always been called God-fearing people. Can we say that of the church today? We are no more called God-fearing people because now we have Christians, even, even leaders, even pastors that don't fear God. But this has been the defining characteristic of the church down the age that men and women of God, people that know God, people that love God, they've always been God-fearing people. Why did you decide to do this mini-series on the fear of God? I think it was about two years ago when I really felt like to do a study on the fear of God. I tried to get materials together that can help me in doing my study in addition to my own personal Bible study. One of the things that struck me straight away is that there are such a few number of materials that are available out there on this all-important topic of the fear of God. And that was really surprising to me because when you read the scripture and you see how important, how fundamental, how foundational, how predominant the fear of the Lord is, the fear of God is in the scripture. It was really surprising that we don't have many teaching in our church today on the fear of God. Maybe this is a commentary. Maybe this is an indictment on the state of the church in general. And I did finally find some materials that helped me in my study 
on the fear of God. I'm going to mention two materials in particular that were very useful. One of the websites that I go to when I want to hear sermon is, is a website that is called Sermon Audio. They have teachings, you know, past ministers and current ministers. Any church can upload their teaching on the website. So, so I went to that website and I found these two teachings that were tremendous blessing to me, talking about the fear of God. The first one was a teaching by this gentleman called Albert N. Martins. Albert N. Martins. He did a series of teaching on the fear of God. And actually, he wrote a book, this book, The Forgotten Fear, Where Have All the God Fear Have Gone? That is a tremendous teaching on the fear of the Lord. Now, this series I'm doing is going to be a mini-series, but if you want a more comprehensive teaching on the fear of God, you can get the book. It will be a tremendous blessing to you. Now, there's another gentleman that I came across on someone audio called Larry McCall, M small C, capital C, A double L, Larry McCall. He did a teaching called What Do You Mean Fear God? What Do You Mean Fear God? This was a shorter series than the one done by Martin, and this was a tremendous teaching on the fear of God. These two ministers, I don't know who they are, I have never met them before, but their teaching was such a blessing on the fear of the Lord. And, and they, they were the fundamental um, material that I used in that study about two years ago. And I still refer back to this teaching. I've since also come across some other materials. I have another one there called The Fear of God, A Forgotten Doctrine by Arnold Frank. Arnold wrote this book after he has had Martin. Now, there's another book here by John Murray. Actually, this book is not totally on the fear of God. It's on ethics, principles of conduct aspect of biblical ethics but there is a chapter there on the fear of god and it is absolutely brilliant again you can buy the book and it will be a blessing to you now i've since then come across two other materials there's a book called the joy of fearing god by jerry bridges also john bevere he also has a book that is written on the fear of the lord so that was what sparked for me this teaching we sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.